Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. On the Autosport Podcast today, we're back live in the paddock for another testing recap. Welcome to the Autosport Podcast, where today your host Alex Kalanorkis is talking to Jonathan Noble and Luke Smith about what they learned from day one of the second pre-season test. Well, last week, John said it's the second tests where traditionally we see teams do more performance runs. So what happened today and what changed that? Why did we see a notably slower fastest time than last week? And who's sandbagging? Is it Ferrari, Mercedes? Is it racing points? Let's find out more. Here's your host, Alex. Well, hello and welcome back to Barcelona. We're speaking at the end of the first day of the second 2020 pre-season Formula One test. I'm Alex Kanlorkas. I'm here with motorsport.com F1 editor Jonathan Noble and Autosports F1 reporter Luke Smith. Well, another interesting day at Barcelona. A bit of a cagey one that we're going to get onto later on. Time's topped by Robert Kubica, Alfa Romeo's test driver this morning. He did a 116.942 set on the softest C5 tyres uh, quickest in the morning, stayed throughout the afternoon. So... It was quite a cagey day, as I as I said there. I don't think we learned a lot. Not many not many people showed their hand. I think quite a bit of not necessarily super long running. Renault did look to do a, a race run, but everybody else was in and out of the pits. Quite a lot of stop start stuff happening. Um, John, you and I went during uh, during during the afternoon. We went down to a press conference with Ferrari. Matteo Bonotto and Sebastian Vettel were speaking there. Um, again, they weren't seem to be keen to be giving too much away. But what do you think we learned from that session? 
Uh, I think we learned the car's quicker in the corners and isn't as quick on a straight line. It was something we saw last last week. There's the um, you know Mercedes suggestions of the Ferrari engine was turned down a bit compared to the customer teams. I asked Mattia, was that true? He said no. It's pretty emphatic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite. But it's, I think they understand that this car's made improvements where they hope, which is in the, the corners, which helps you know, with lap time and with tyre degradation. It's an important element. But they're not quick enough for on a lap yet. So maybe they've gone too far. Maybe they've not wound the engine up. You know, so this, this week's a bit, bit of shadow boxing in some regards that teams want to know how quick they can go but they don't want to give too much away so I think we've started seeing some low fuel runs you know Kubica for example you know obviously trying to find the limits of the car and we'll see more as the week goes on by the end of this week we'll have the answers we won't have them tonight yeah it's interesting you mentioned there what Benotto shutting down the question well he answered the question to be fair but he shut down the Mercedes speculation that the power unit was turned down compared to their customers interestingly though interestingly though Ferrari's still not featuring too heavily in the in the speed trap so he says they're not playing games, but you never really know, as you say, at this point. Yeah, I think the, the car has more drag. I mean, last season, they admit they went the wrong way. The car was too quick in a straight line and not quick enough in the corners. They tried to balance it out later on in the year, made some progress in the corners. Uh, I think, again, it's the usual thing. We come out of testing, and we have to wait for Melbourne. But I think, what, you know, maybe we wait two races in, and if, if there's a consistent pattern, you know, have Ferrari put too much downforce on, too much drag, and they need to need to kind of ease it off a bit for the first races. And um, Sebastian Vettel alluded to very much a similar thing. He said it does sort of take like two, three, four races even to get a real picture of where things are going. And uh, obviously with uh, China's cancellation and some other uncertainty, I think it might be a, an even longer until we get a real picture of where things are this season. So uh, yeah, I think John summed it up perfectly when he said it's a bit of shadow boxing that uh, could linger beyond pre-season even. Absolutely. I mean, still no super low fuel runs or soft tyre runs from Ferrari, but they did say that they finally started working on optimising their setup. So do you think perhaps tomorrow, maybe we might edge towards Friday before we really see a little something special from Ferrari? Yeah, I think maybe tomorrow we'll start seeing So They're on a new rear wing today, um, new engine cover, um, new bits coming. They said by the end of this test, they'll be in Melbourne spec. I think if you're a team, ideally, you want to get your you know closest you can to your Melbourne spec and then do your low fuel runs and your race sim. So you've got a bigger data package going into Melbourne. I think Mattia you know, admitted, admitted here today that they made a mistake last year. They got too carried away with how easy testing was going didn't do enough of understanding the car, understanding the setup, and that's what caught them out in Melbourne 12 months ago. Absolutely. Now, who else do we think look, look strong, Luke? Uh, Mercedes pounding around again. Red Bull got up there with Max Verstappen towards the end of the day, but then he had a spin right at the end. So what did you make of uh, what else you saw on track? Yeah, I mean, uh, Red Bull are sort of looking pretty solid, but I think, again, like Ferrari, was still yet to see their full hand, really. Um, uh, yeah, Verstappen, P2 on the day, really, really good. Uh, slight spin at the end, but he, I think he downplayed it in his uh, post-session uh, post uh, media briefing, which is fair play. And, as is his want. As is his want. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think yeah, Red Bull can be sort of pretty quietly confident with how things are going so far. And uh, yeah, Mercedes, again, I think it was just a very sort of like standard trouble-free day for them. Uh, they had uh, a couple of uh, engine issues last week. So I think to get away from some of that and have a, a smooth running was important for them. And uh, yeah, I think just continue racking up the miles before uh, the end of the week. Red Bull did have a bit of a tough start to the day because Alex Albon went out, did an install lap, but then didn't appear again for three hours. And he said that was a suspension issue that they had to work on. So, okay, look, looked like they got it uh, running and, and sealed and everything fine for the afternoon but it's going to take a bit of a hit especially when you've only got three days well six, three days are here six days uh, total of testing yeah definitely and it's something that I think we've been sort of discussing with a few uh, team principals and drivers this week about how much testing do you really need and uh, some of them have said you could scale it right back to four days total even um, and others saying no no we need more and more and I think 
like uh, yeah days like today where Red Bull they lose all that time in the morning I think they're uh, probably uh, ruining the fact that we've only got uh, six days this year and it, but hoping that we don't roll back any further because uh, yeah it's a big lot of time to lose and I think especially as uh, we're getting closer and closer to you need to open up the taps and show what the car can do uh, to have a setback like that on uh, either Thursday or Friday could really be a big blow Absolutely. And, uh, and John, it's interesting going back to that Ferrari session we were at with Bonotto and Vettel was that obviously Vettel had that engine problem on Friday afternoon. Bonotto clarified that. He said, well, we've looked at it. It was an issue that we've expected. We've seen it on the dyno. We've now implemented a fix and that engine is back in the car. So Ferrari seemingly getting on top of what could have been a bit of a drama for them? Yeah, I think so. I mean, test is about finding problems. Um, they had this problem. It was a big, you know, big drama on the, the final day last week and everyone thought, oh, Ferrari engine problems. But I think more interesting is Mercedes. Um, we found out after the test last week that they had to change Bottas's engine. It had a failure uh, on the second day last week. And I think Luke here at Williams today, they've had some problems as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Weren't, they weren't bulletproof with Nicholas Latifi. He stopped on track in the morning course of red flag. So yeah, he did. No, no, no worries. <laughs> um, it was, uh, yeah, so Latifi did have a big setback this morning when he stopped on track it was uh, their third engine issue uh, they've had so far through testing and uh, Claire Williams uh, spoke about it this afternoon um, and said that yeah it's a third issue uh, they're onto their third engine now as well which is very very high obviously for only four days of pre-season testing um, and uh, she was quite frustrated by it because ultimately Williams have had such a good start and after I think uh, banishing some of the demons of last year and how terrible that pre-season was yeah and I think for Williams to come here with a car that's uh, well built and appears to be all working very very smoothly uh, to then be uh, put off track by an issue that isn't of their own making obviously Mercedes are their uh, power unit supplier and uh, I think that's really really frustrating for them uh, William said the only issue they've had so far was a sensor problem that cost them 30 minutes last week otherwise though it's all on Mercedes who uh, yeah as John said had the issue on the, with Bottas last week when he had an engine issue so uh, yeah I think uh, Williams will be a little bit frustrated but there's lots of confidence for them to take uh, after the issue this morning George Russell got out on track and they were still able to rack up more than 100 laps which is good and uh, yeah I think it's really still a, a very good story that's coming out of that team so far in this winter and they're pleased with the car obviously Claire Williams speaking now I know George Russell was, was positively bouncing as we said at this time last week so what are their, their thoughts on how they've developed the new FW43 yeah it all appears to be very positive and I think they're not expecting everything to dramatically change overnight and all of a sudden be in the thick of the midfield fight but I think they're definitely thinking they'll be a step closer this year which is which is good for everybody I mean we don't want to see Williams sort of languishing at, at the back of the field as it was all the way through last year um, so yeah I think it, it's, uh, it's a positive mood coming out of the team which is really really good absolutely now and speaking of someone else who's got all we're out to speak to someone else who's had a positive uh, positive mood John you went and just uh, spoke to Sergio Perez who's uh, enjoying his uh, pink Mercedes as some people have been referring to it as yeah, I said said last week that Sergio, there was a, a quiet confidence there. He wasn't saying much last week. He said, oh, we've got to work through the car and understand it better and all that. But it's all the, all the messages you get when your car's very, very good. Uh, I said to him just simply tonight, is this the best car you've had in your F1 career? He says, yes. Um, very bullish. Says the team's never been best prepared. Um, you know, there's, there's suggestions that, you know, not only may they be ahead of the midfield, they could even be, you know, threatening the top three now if they can hit the ground running. Um but Sergio, you know, continues to play things down. So it's not how we start in Melbourne, it's how we finish in Abu Dhabi. But I think, you know, the racing point are going to cause um, a few surprises and maybe a, a few bit of controversy for the other teams. I was going to say, just it's, it's sort of ever stoking that controversy because Renault and McLaren, their technical, their technical chiefs, were speaking at lunchtime and a little bit of perhaps it isn't so good for Formula One, what's gone on with Racing Point and Mercedes. Yeah, Marcin Budkowski, the executive director of Renault, asked him earlier on if there were any concerns about the legality. He didn't want to get too drawn into it, but said it was a concerning evolution for Formula One. Um, 
So we'll see where it goes, whether there'll be any, you know, pushing of the FI for clarification. But I think you're right. I remember this when Haas came in with their Ferrari business model. The, the more successful they got, the more the opposition got revved up. So, you know, Racing Point may, you know, be looking and hoping for podiums early on, but any podium for them is going to, I think, cause a bit of fallout elsewhere. Excellent. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Luke. Thank you for watching this video. We'll be back at Barcelona tomorrow. Hopefully it might not be quite so blustery, as you probably noticed with my ridiculous haircut. Uh, but uh, do uh, make sure you check out all our social media channels at autosport and motorsport.com. Uh, have your say in the comments below on YouTube and do remember to like our YouTube page. Thanks very much and see you tomorrow. Well, Alex and the team are back tomorrow with another in-depth look at the second pre-season test as time is fast running out to test those new parts before Australia. And check out Autosport Plus where our world-class writers and technical experts dig deep into the stories that you want to know more about. Well, for less than 20 quid a year, you can get a whole year's worth of premium articles, unlimited content and never any ads. Go to autosport.com slash plus. Music is 6am by Trilo, written by Marcus Simmons. See soundcloud.com slash Trilo Music. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.